Hi, how you doing, folks? This is Gospel of Kennison, the personal audio journal of me, James Kennison. It is episode 119, brought to you the week of uh, February 20th, 2020. So it's 02202020. All right. Um, I promised you in the last episode that I would play for you the theme song for Novation Kids, and I didn't do it. So we're going to do that right now, right off the top. If, if you're just tuning in, let me just tell you that on the 23rd of uh, uh, this week, actually this Sunday, um, which I guess is actually the first day of next week, is uh, the launch of a brand new children's program that we're doing with my tiny little church in a neighborhood here in St. Louis um, that has got the highest population density of children in the city. Um, not that we expect to start very large, but we hope that it turns into something big. Uh, it's an exciting outreach program that we're doing. And uh, I, I talked on previous episodes about having a countdown and then running that right into a theme song. Well, the curriculum we're using is made for white people. Okay, I'm just going to say that right now. And um, the theme song for the curriculum is something like, we're a circle of friends, we come together as one, and the fun never ends because we're a circle of friends. And uh, I'm sorry, but in my church and in my neighborhood that I work in, that's not going to cut it. So um, here is... Uh, the the song that I created. Now let me let me break that down a little bit. I didn't make the music. I found the music and bought the music. Um, I didn't rap it or sing it. I hired a guy on Fiverr to do that. The only thing I am responsible for is choosing the music and writing the lyrics. So here you go. Here is the theme song for Novation Kids. One. Sunday nights and that's the truth We'll learn a thing in three And half from biblically Learn stuff so easily The parties blend together like a symphony Everything we learn makes us better than we were before Every friend we make makes us stronger So let's make some more Every week Novation Kids is teaching God an open door If you don't want none of that Then why the heck you come here for? That's the way it is We're Novation Kids Every single thing we do Tonight your head will spin before we're done That's the way it is We're Novation Kids Every single thing we do is fun Novation is the place to be You just wait and see We're here to learn that God is number one Yeah, yeah, yeah 
And there it is. So I'm proud of it. And I think it's going to go good. And um, I know the kids won't uh, be able to catch the lyrics the first time. We will have a video with lyrics up on the screen. But I guarantee you, week two, week three, those kids will be rapping right along with him. And um, and it's just, like I said, a theme song, an introduction to get things uh, hyped up right at the beginning of the service. So um, there you go. Uh, today also happens to be Thursday, and that is podcast day for my main show, That Story Show at thatstoryshow.com. And I'm pretty excited about today because I really, really worked hard on the show notes. Um, I'll be honest, um, the way I've done it for years is I put the show together by, um, uh, you know, adding, I read through the submitted stories. I find the ones that I think are funny and something that I could say something about, and I put them in. And I alternate between me reading one and John reading one and I read one, John reads one. And, and then that's about it. And I, and I trust, and I, I trust in my ability to ad lib and John's ability to ad lib to be able to provide commentary, feedback, insight, and jokes. Um, but this week I went ahead in advance and really read through the stories and tried to pull out funny bits, and I wrote them down um, like you would if you were a stand-up comedian. You know, you would write down your jokes. And um, so I'm I'm a little excited and a little nervous uh, to see if if it works or not. I think the quality of the jokes will be better because I you know thought about them and and I'm not having to come up with them off the top of my head. Obviously, if, if something better comes to my mind, I'll say that instead, but I, I feel like it's cheating in a way, but it's really not because it's still my stuff. I just wrote it down earlier instead of came up with it. I mean, I still came up with it, you know, just not in the moment. So anyway, it, it, it's not cheating because dead gum, every sitcom we watch every movie we watch every uh interview show you watch is all scripted they all have writers they all have things they do at least this is still being done uh by myself so um but i'm still nervous about it because it's different and um i really put a lot of work into it and whenever you do that you want things to work out very well uh to pay off and uh hopefully hopefully they will Okay, so I thought for the next little bit, uh, since I'm in the mood for sharing theme songs, I would share some of the other theme songs that I've written for different podcasts. And this next one was written for this show I did with my son called Grateful Kid. And it only ran for a few episodes. So there was a lot of work put into this thing. Um, but I hope you'll enjoy it. All right, so here it is. Um, Again, I, I bought the music, I wrote the lyrics, and a friend of mine named Kevin Brown rapped it for me. So here we go. Staying up late, eating 
birthday cake That my folks still love me when I make a mistake Going to the beach, playing outside Going on vacation over a piggyback ride Running through the sprinkler in the front yard Doing something tough that I thought was too hard My folks, my pets, and yet still having hugs left for my grandparents Really good dreams, food and drinks Playing dress up or going to the beach TV shows and my favorite colors Getting good grades, even sisters and brothers rap song whoever thought they'd hear of such a thing but um yeah i don't remember who the lady was that sang it was a friend of kevin's and she was kind enough to lend her talents but i don't have her name and that's unfortunate because she did a great job as well um you know what since we're on theme songs uh let's let's do another one here's the theme song for the show my wife and i used to do together called geek loves nerd and uh, it's called the Geek Loves Nerd theme song. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. Geek loves nerd. Nerd loves geek. At least you did. Late last week. I haven't asked. Mainly because she's still living here. She has a long man I gave her on her left wing finger And some wire that's a nail pot figure And if she hasn't figured out I stink We don't have much in common Just our kids and our address But we get along fine and that's what I'm impressed with So join us for our podcast every week Okay, one more. This is the song that I wrote and performed and made the music for uh, for a show that I did with my daughter when she was barely three years old called Jenna Cast. And uh, it's going to make me cry. So I hope you enjoy it. Here it goes. Here's a little something. 
Uh, this is Jenna and uh, James. Actually, I'm James. And- All right. So you get the point, and my eyes are wet. I'm not going to lie because <laughs> it's it's more than 10 years later, and she's stinking 15 years old, and she's all grown up, and I do miss her. I do miss her. I love her to death now. I wouldn't trade her for the world, but, man, I'm so glad I sat down and recorded those episodes with her and, and we have the podcast kid and, you know, on and on and on that, that eventually Genicast turned into. So anyway, um, let me see if there's anything else I want to share with you. Here's a theme song I wrote for major spoilers. Okay. Um, there's actually two versions. This is the first one I sent them and it's just me and a guitar and it was a, it's a, a, a podcast about, uh, comic books. And they had a contest and they asked me to enter and I wrote this for them and I won. Um, actually me and another guy won, but, uh, they played mine at the beginning or end and his at the beginning. So here we go. Fat Dick's Ray Vision of a Superman. I could save a few bucks and stand around and read through the covers of the comics on the stand. But although every other page would be backwards, I suppose, I could still read the evens and the odds. Well, I don't know. Guess I haven't thought this all the way through. Plus, as soon as the comic book store guy knew, they kicked my butt out on the corner. What a major spoiler. What a major spoiler. Way. If I was hulking green or gray, I could just bust through that brick wall, take their comic books away. But then the little meat would deal with all the tanks and bombs and guns. Have you ever tried to read a series with all that going on? Guess I need to rethink this plan. How would I back and board my comics with such huge hands? Guess I already told ya. What a major spoiler. What a major spoiler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a major spoiler. What a major spoiler. If I'm Stark Raven, it's like a man of iron. Might not be surprised to find that I might actually have the heart cold to follow an entire storyline. Would I really even need to read upon all those escapades? I mean, who needs such distractions when your sister's such a babe? But the downside is such a beast. Being shot up in a fun be in the Middle East with a King Santo and soldier. What a major spoiler What a major spoiler Yeah, yeah, yeah What a major spoiler Whoa, 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 whoa What a major spoiler <laughs> Alright, so there you go Um, I've bugged you enough with my theme song creations 
Um, <laughs> so I, I hope you understand and enjoy. Um, next time I'll have to do some of my music because some of you I know haven't heard all of my music that I've written and recorded. So we'll we'll do that some other time. Um, the only other thing I want to talk about is um, we're about to sponsor uh, a, a, a company on um, on that story show called BetterHelp.com, and it's an online counseling service, and I'm really excited about it, actually. Um, I thought it was weird when they first approached me, but then I remembered, I'm like, hey, I'm a depressed guy. I'm always talking about depression and stuff. And um, wouldn't that be great to be sponsored by these guys? And, and, and I also got two, three months of trial membership. And so I'm taking full advantage. I've been thinking about doing counseling for my depression for like the last five out of the eight years or nine years that I've been going through it. And I've never done it. And, uh, I was like, this is a win-win, you know, there, I, I get to promote this if it's good, you know, if it's good, I get to try it out and, um, I get paid <laughs> on top of that. So it's, uh, it's neat. I, I've signed up and I have a counselor. She, she's in Missouri and, um, uh, it, it's, it's, we connect, uh, through chat, um, and also on phone conversations we've had one session already and uh we're planning on having more and, and and she's actually helped me out so far already uh in in helping me to get to sleep at night um and telling me how to kind of control the rushing thoughts that come to me at night so i'm very excited to be talking about them in today's podcast and i would uh th- i'm not getting paid to talk about them right now but betterhelp.com um check it out and if you do seriously check it out, uh, go to betterhelp.com slash that story show and use the code that story show and you'll save 10%. So um, there you go, uh, BetterHelp. There's some free promos right here on my GOK. But um, it's neat because you can um, choose your own time and schedule things and chat with your counselor throughout the week. And so I don't know. I don't know. We'll see uh, after the two months if I, you know, can afford it, first of all. And then if uh, if it's something I want to continue, I don't know. I don't know. But two months is a long time and I could probably get a lot of help in two months. But uh, she seems like a really great lady. And she's already, like I said, given me some tips and things to help me uh, with the anxiety that I experience at night. And, um, she's going to work with me on the abuse that I suffered as a child and things like that. So it's just, it's really great to have somebody to talk to. And, um, I, I'm, I'm really not trying to sell you on them. I'm mostly, uh, excited that I've got a product that I really believe in that I can, um, talk about on that story show. So anyway, that's enough for right now. Uh, I'll talk to you guys at a future date and time until we fill up enough for another episode. Peace. Hey folks, it is 9.01 and it is a Saturday night and I, no, no, it's Friday night and I have been working all day 
on stuff for the 23rd service uh, that's coming up. I got a uh, rules and regs sheet done. I got a countdown, a a five-minute countdown, a 30-second countdown. I got lyric videos for the theme song and the birthday song. I put together a children's sermonette and basically everything that needs to be done um, as far as to-dos. So we still have to buy cereal, things like that. Also went shopping today because my son's birthday is on the 23rd and we're celebrating it tomorrow. And that's how I plan on finishing up the episode is uh, tomorrow night. Uh, I'll, I'll tell everybody how the birthday went (laughs) and then, um, and then you'll have to wait until the next one to find out how, uh, the 23rd went and maybe it'll go great and maybe it'll be horrible, but I promise you, I will sit down Sunday night and I will record so that you will get it fresh. You know, the last time I was speaking, I was sharing, um, theme songs with you and I missed one. And it, I would be amiss if I didn't play it for you. This was one that was written and performed by me and is probably my best work of all time. So here we go. Okay, so there you go. Now everything is complete. You have now heard all of the theme songs that I've ever written for podcasts. I hope you're fulfilled as a human being. Uh, <laughs> so there you go. Um, I will talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening, guys. Hang in there. Hi, how you doing? It is 11.26 p.m. and it is the 22nd of February. Apparently you guys are fans of me just recording whenever. So I'm going to keep doing it because it's a lot better to have a podcast that's segmented than having no podcast at all. So the only problem is sometimes I forget what I talked about the night before. So there might be some overlap today was successful and I want to talk about it. Um, I, Got a lot done yesterday. I've already, I remember talking about that, but today was celebrating Jay's birthday day because tomorrow is the 23rd, the day of the big event, the kids event that I'm going to talk about, uh, on the next episode, because that will be recorded tomorrow night. (laughs) Um, but, uh, today was good. We went and saw Sonic the Hedgehog. Please don't put yourself through it. I had to because my son wanted to see it and he loved it and thought it was great, but it was, it was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. And I've seen a lot of movies. It had some funny parts. Um, they were all by, uh, uh, the sister of the main character who appeared in only the last quarter of the movie. Um, Jim Carrey, I got to say it was awesome seeing him doing his Jim Carrey thing again. Um, but it wasn't enough to save the movie. The main character Sonic was horrible. Not in the way he looked. He looked great. He just was an annoying, annoying, annoying 
person. And yes, I say person. Uh, so it was annoying. Anyway, we went to see Sonic and then we went to the old spaghetti factory. I don't know if you ever heard of this place, but they have one here in St. Louis. It's not, it's a, it's a chain. Um, so they may have one near you, but the one in St. Louis is gorgeous. It's built in the basement of an old department store. And, uh, but they didn't put the, the floor, the first floor back, back in. So you're down in this basement with all this reclaimed wood and tables and everything. And you have to look up to the second floor, which is the first floor to see out the windows. And it's just awesome. If you can imagine that. So we did that. And then, um, we recorded me and Jay came home and I didn't know he was going to want to do it today at night, you know, at nine o'clock at night, but him and I recorded a red school bus episode, which is really cool. And while I got you on the horn, um, we're running a special. So if you want to support uh, red school bus for as little as $2 a month on Patreon, um, we're giving everybody red school bus stickers, current supporters and new supporters alike, but only during the month of March. After that, it's going to have to be like $4 a month and up to get a sticker because that makes, you know, sense physically. And I mean, physically, physically makes sense. So, uh, I wrapped presents today got all that done. Um, I really didn't have to do much of anything. Oh, 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 I did. I had to go to the store, um, which was a, a good thing because my wife had to go to the Melvin, which is where we have church. And she had to clean with, uh, my boss, pastor guy, friend, David. And, uh, I was kind of needed to support a good sort of go, but it was really stressing me out. So instead I said, you know what, let me get some stuff done that I need to get done. That's stressing me out and I'll still be working. I just won't be working in that space at that time. And so my daughter and I went to Walmart and I got clips. Now you call them clothespins, but for discipline purposes, we call them clips and we give two clips to each kid when they come in and each clip equals one piece of candy that they can have at the end of the service. If they keep their clips, if they misbehave, they lose a clip. They lose a piece of candy that goes with it. So however many clips they turn in at the end of the night basically equals how much candy they get. They got no clips at the end because they've been bad. No candy. It's a very simple and basic system. And I've taught my teachers how to use it and all that. And we came up with a genius way to keep not only track of the discipline situation, but also the group situation. Cause there's three groups and how do you divide the kids up into three groups? Well, you have to have name badges and that's annoying. Well, what if, what if you have colors and you can call them the red team and the purple team and the gold team? Well, that's a great idea, but how do you identify them? Buy them t-shirts. We ain't got money for that. Um, and, and it might not be the same kids every week. Uh, statistically, it's pretty transient how many kids you have. You usually have the same amount of kids, different kids every week though. So what we did is I went to Walmart and I bought a bunch of clothespins and some writ dye. And I dyed me some clothespins and I didn't know if it was going to work or not. Cause I had no idea if clothespins were absorbent and they are, they are, it was a minor miracle. My friends today, I made purple paper clip. I mean, uh, clothespins, I made red ones and I made yellow ones and they look good and they dried and they're not bleeding on anything. 
Um, so they're not going to transfer color to the kids clothes. And that was, uh, uh, you know, one of those jobs that doesn't seem like a big deal, but it's a huge load off your mind. That's exactly what that was. And it's a major part because what'll happen is the kids will come in, they'll register and they'll be assigned to a team. They'll be given the clips. And, um, we tell about, we tell them about the clips in the service, but they'll, but they'll be assigned to a team and given those clips, uh, of those colors and their leaders will know which kids belong to them based on what color clips they have. And so it, it, it's like killing two birds with one stone. It's, it's got the discipline thing worked out and it's got which team you belong to. Um, well, what about it? Genius. What about genius? James? What if, uh, what if the kid loses both their clips? Huh? What about that? Then how are you going to know what team they're on? Well, I don't care what team they're on. They're bad. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. I haven't thought that far ahead, but I have told the teachers that it is possible for them to earn clips back if they're good after they've been bad. So, um, anyway, I'm excited about that. So, um, I want to talk a little bit about my energy level because it has been very high and, um, Going to Walmart today and, and doing all the things that I did today was just, uh, it was just normal and easy and not a struggle. And I was talking about it with my wife and I said, but baby, the, the bottom's going to drop out any minute. I just know it. I just, I feel it. And she says, I don't believe that. She says, I think it's because of the medication change and because of that that, um, it will, it will be a lasting change. And I hope so. I really do. But, you know, experience tells me that this thing is just a high that I'm running on and, and that eventually the bottom will drop out and I will, I will be back to horrible self-hating, self-loathing James, um, before I know it, but we'll see, we'll see. Um, We'll see. I don't know. I don't want it to happen. I don't feel, uh, hype. Like, um, like I'm over energized. I know what that feels like. I've had medicine do that to me before. Um, I'm not experiencing any kind of manic symptoms. Like I don't want to go out and spend a bunch of money. I don't have relaxed morals. I'm not wanting to make major life changes or anything. I'm just doing what I would do if I wasn't hindered by depression. Uh, I'm still having trouble sleeping at night. My brain still uh, races at night and I'm trying uh, just some basic meditation. Uh, and, and for me, that just means like I try to pay attention to my breathing. And uh, I had a counselor once that told me uh, he was a friend of mine, he, but he wasn't my counselor, but he was a counselor. And he told me that you can imagine um, uh, blue light tra tra transferring itself through your body, you know, like a warm glow going through your hands, through your feet, up your legs, blah, blah, blah. So I try to do that, and that keeps my mind from racing. And, um, and I, I also find myself saying the Lord's Prayer because I'm a little trippy about meditation because all major religions have meditation, but I think, but the Christian version of meditation, it's a discipline is, is the only one 
that doesn't want you to empty your mind. It wants you to fill your mind because you're supposed to meditate on scripture and the word of God and things like that. And so I find myself saying the Lord's prayer in my mind as I am imagining blue light traveling through my body. So I don't know if I'm breaking the God rules or not, but I'm trying <laughs> to <laughs> trying to do this uh, uh, and, and keep my soul intact. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I, I don't have any convictions about the kind of meditation I'm doing. I'm not uh, trying to become one with the universe. I'm not trying to escape my body. I'm not, um, you know, humming or murmuring. My wife would slap me anyway if I were trying to do that. She's over there sleeping. Um, but uh, I, I hope, I hope this is the new me. God, that would be so awesome. Oh, there's so much I want to do. There's so much time that's been stolen from me. And I always do this. I always get my hopes up. And um, I'm trying not to, but it's so hard not to. I'll just say this. Even if it does, the bottom does drop out. Even if all of this is just temporary and it's just a part of the natural cycle of my bipolarism, I am grateful that it coincided with this time and period in my life where I'm starting up this, this children's ministry thing because um, I needed a lot of energy to do a lot of the stuff I did, especially yesterday and, and, and the weeks prior, you know, all the trainings and getting people involved and, and all this kind of stuff. And, and I don't know. I, I'm just grateful that I didn't have to go through all of that on zero you know, or negative 10 is, or negative hundred is what it usually feels like. So, um, I got an interesting email today. I want to see if I can find it because I want to read it to you. So this one came, um, I'm just going to say the first name, Jason. And he said he likes the daily format and all that, but then he got into the good stuff. And he said, the reason I listen to GOK. Cause often I wonder, I wonder why people would, he said this, it's because of how open you are with what you're feeling or not feeling during your battle with depression. My high school son was diagnosed two years ago with depression and anxiety. And your show has helped me to better understand what he's dealing with. I don't want to only hear from doctors what is chemically happening to him. I want to know what he's experiencing. He is unable to really describe what's going on. Plus, he doesn't like talking about it. I take him to counseling and the counselor says he's doing well, but that's all I get because of privacy stuff. Yeah. Your show gives me insight into his daily, weekly, monthly, lifelong struggles. And that is like the best email I've gotten in a long time. So thanks, Jason, for sending that in. Um. I mean, it floors me that just me talking about my struggles is uh, something that would help somebody, but, but it makes so much sense, doesn't it? I mean, first of all, um, my condolences for how to go out. I don't even know how to say it to your son because I can't imagine being a teenager going through what I go through um, to, to, to have it. <laughs> To have it as a part of your, you're not even grown up yet. 
and um, you're still forming and, and becoming the person that you're going to be. And you're dealing with depression and anxiety. Holy crap. I, I can't, I can't even imagine some, some kid having to go through what I go through. So thank God he has you as a parent because I know right now my parents wouldn't have wouldn't have been very good parents first if if I was going through what I'm going through now then you know and uh yes I'm being emotional but it 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 affects me it hurts me for for your son um and I can imagine why he doesn't want to talk about it because I I don't often want to talk about it and and that's why your email means so much is because with GOK I was I was I've been feeling so bad about not putting out episodes and I've been feeling bad in general just in my life until recently and and I didn't want to get on and hit record and just talk about how bad everything is because who wants to hear that you know entertainment wise who wants to hear about how bad things are but you've kind of shown me that there's maybe a purpose to that and that maybe I need to. So I'll make a promise to you that I will keep if I'm at all able to, um, if things get bad or go down, I'll still sit down and talk. If it helps that much and gives you insight, um, then I'll be that voice that he can't be or, or yeah, I believe that he would want to be, but you do, you get tired of talking about it because you don't want it to affect anybody else because you don't want it to, um, I don't know. It's like having dirt in your soul. (laughs) And, um, you wouldn't want that to get on anybody that you love. So, um, so I get it. I get why you wouldn't want to talk. So don't take it as a negative thing. It's a positive thing. He loves you. Um, but just be there when he does talk and don't try to drag it out of him. Because I know you have needs too. I can't imagine. I mean, I can because my wife went through it. And, and there were times I shut down so much that she had nobody. It was just her and the kids. And I was shut down because I didn't want to bleed out on them. I didn't want it to affect them. You you feel like you're a disease that could spread and that, that you're a burden on everybody. And you don't want that. To, to affect people. So you stay hidden and stay put away and you stay restricted and, and inside and, and you suffer silently because you feel like um, you would, you would bum people out and you would affect their lives negatively. And I don't know, maybe there's a way you could talk to him about that and let him know that, um, that you don't mind hearing the bad stuff that you don't, mind sharing the struggle and the pain 
I don't, I don't know how I would react to a parent doing that. Um, but I know that how I reacted to my wife telling me that she understands now. And, um, just, just having, just it being okay for me to be screwed up. I mean, that's gotta be something that saved my life. So, sorry, I'm trying to re reel it in. Um, so yeah, just hang in there, Jason. And, um, Gosh, anything I can think of to say is just going to bring on more tears and I can't talk and cry at the same time. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll just leave it. I'll leave it here. Um, if, if me talking about how I feel helps you understand how he feels, then I hope that helped a little bit. Because the last thing we want is to be a burden on anybody. And the last thing that I want is um, the people I love to be affected by what's going on with me. But it does affect them. And, and, it, and, it's, and, and when you find out that it's okay and they don't mind and that, yes, it does affect them, but it doesn't affect them as much as you think. Because we imagine it's horrible. It's as horrible for them as it is for us. But when you realize as the depressed person that that they still love you and still need you and still even want you around and still, you know, want to talk and hang out or or whatever, um it makes it makes all the difference. So make sure that boy of yours knows that he's loved no matter what. And whether he talks or not, whether he pr performs or not, because sometimes talking feels like performing. Sometimes you act like you're better off than you are so that people don't worry about you because sometimes people have expectations for you and, and sometimes you can fake it and sometimes you can't. So I don't, I don't know the uniqueness of your situation, but I know I have faked it. I've, I fake it a lot when I'm down because um, I have my bad day while the kids are at school and while the wife's at work and, and I'm a super bum while they're gone so that I can get my shower and get things halfway put together by the time I pick up the kids and, and see the wife, uh, so that they can feel, um, some structure, some stability because I am, I am the husband and father of the house and and my role um unfortunately does seem to be the one that everybody kind of looks to to see hey how are we doing as a family and when i'm doing terrible it it seems that that's what eats my guts is that i can't be that and things feel unstable so i fake it um and 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 um, I'm, I, I don't know that it's a bad thing to fake it. Uh, I think it's good for me 
and it's good for them because I'm, I'm saying I fake it and it sounds bad, but, but what I'm doing is I'm, I'm acting in the way that I would, even though I don't feel like it, you know what I'm saying? And, um, I, I, I'm doing it as a sacrifice out of love for them. Cause I want them to, to experience what they need to experience. I want them to have their dad there. I want them, you know, so I listen to the stories from school and I, I look at the pictures they've drawn and, you know, I, I get to hear about the, this friend talking about the other friend and, um, how good we did in, in this grade, in this test, in this part of the part of, uh, homework and, and, and all that. And, and it's a drain and it's a struggle. Um, but it's, uh, it's life. And now, now I'm, I'm obviously just talking about the way it is when, when I'm down, when I'm up, when I'm like this, it's, it's, it's so normal and easy. Um, and thank God you're, uh, the teenage son doesn't have to parent anybody yet. Um, but anyway, I think, I think I've gotten off track. I'm sorry. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of GOK. It's been all over the map. Um, and I am happy even though I'm all emotional. I'm just, I'm just really feeling the feels because of this email. And, uh, and the idea of a teenager having to go through it is absolutely devastating to me. And then the father of, of somebody just watching him suffer and not being able to help like a dad would want to do, you know, to just break in there and fix it and just change it. Just by God, by the skin of your teeth, just make it better. You know, wanting to take it on yourself. I got to imagine that's crossed your mind. If if it could just, if you could just take it for them. But, um, but you can be the best dad in the world for him by letting him know that it's okay. Cause that'll save his life. Telling you the, the job of depression is to kill you. It's the most dangerous thing in the world because it is a perfect disease and it wants to kill you. And it takes everything that's wonderful about your life and everything that's wonderful about you. And it turns it against you. It turns it into a dark and horrible thing. And it's perfect in how it does it because it's completely believable. And there's no way logically or otherwise that you can outthink it. The only thing that works is when there's enough proof to the contrary that you finally realize you can't believe what depression tells you because, because my wife hasn't left and she doesn't get sick of me. And dad, you've got that opportunity to do that too for him that, that, you know, my crap doesn't get old. And it's okay that I can't function normally. 
And yes, it hurts him, but it doesn't hurt him like I feel like it does. It's not totally horribly devastating to the point that he would rather not have me around. Because that's what depression tells him. On the dark, on the darkest days, that's what depression tells him. But the way I've survived is just like I can't trust my feelings. And that's why I say I fake it sometimes because my feelings are let's go in the bedroom and let's stay away from these people because you don't want to bleed on them. But faking it says, no, we're going to get up and we're going to ignore all that and we're going to do everything we can to simulate a good dad for today and a good husband. So, um, it's amazing how weak depression makes you feel, but what I'm hearing myself describe is not weakness. Sitting there and listening to it and believing it would be weakness. So, anyway, before I get into patting my own back too well, um, let's just remember that I'm in a phase where I don't have to fake it. So, <laughs> so tomorrow night is going to be awesome, and I don't think there are going to be very many kids there. We didn't get a chance to go out and hand out flyers like we planned, but but it's like my good friend said that even though. He doesn't, he doesn't necessarily think this thing's going to start off very big. He, he said he does believe that it is going to be something big for the church. And that, that is something that it, that's how I interpreted what he said. And it has carried me through this whole thing is it may not start very big, but it will be big for the church meaning it'll be big in the community. It will have an impact. It will be something that we look back on in 10 years and say, you know, it has changed lives and it has changed the neighborhood, the face of the neighborhood. There are kids that are on a different track in their life because of what we started. And um, so that's why I'm thankful for even if, even if this uh, up season is just a dirty trick, uh, I'm glad it was this week. And in the last couple of weeks, but my wife may have a point. Maybe it's maybe the medication's gonna keep me through it. So, um, not, not really sure how to end this thing because I'm still sniffly. So uh, you get some a AMSR a AMSR some sniffles there for you. Send some brain tingles, and uh, we'll see you on the next uh, GOK. I can't wait to tell you how it went. Uh, because tomorrow's going to be great. It's going to be different. But it's going to be great. We're all ready for it. Um, take care. God bless. And those of you struggling, keep 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 on struggling. Keep fighting. Keep, keep being as strong as you can. And if you can't be strong, just lay there and, and, and freaking in the face of everything that, that depression would tell you. And anxiety would tell you, 
just scream at it that it's a liar. And it's not, even though it feels so real, don't believe it. And know that it won't last. There's always times where it lets up. It gives you a break. It it just, it just does. <sighs> I mean, if there's anything I've learned is that the downtimes aren't forever and neither are the uptimes. It's, it's the best news and the best worst news at the same time, but the badness never lasts forever. And unfortunately the good times don't last forever either. Um, at least they haven't so far. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe I'm done. Maybe, maybe everything's good. Maybe, maybe I get to be James for a while and we'll get to see what that looks like. Cause, uh, I'll tell you a secret since you're a GOK listener. I, I, um, I have to fake it on the podcast sometimes on, on that story show. And uh, I become a host that needs to be the host that that show needs. And um, it's not a bad thing. It it it's something that I feel I feel good about after it's done because I've accomplished something. Um, but sometimes it work it's work, and it takes a lot to get me going. To, to be the person I need to be for that hour, hour and a half, you know, by the time you do bonus content and all that. Um, so, uh, it's not me being fake. It's a legit me, but it's me having to generate that, you know, to manufacture it rather than just naturally being it. Um, I don't know. I don't know. There's something, there's some sort of theme here and, and it, and it seems to be about, um, I, I, I guess I'm not comfortable with the thing about faking it because that sounds so negative. Um, I wish I could, if I was, uh, smarter, I could probably think of a better way to say it. Maybe one of you guys could think of a better way to say that. Um, that cause it's, it's not faking it. It's genuine. Um, it's not manufacturing it. Maybe it, it, it. I'll tell you how it feels. It's like squeezing the last bit out of a ketchup bottle. What what you get out of that ketchup bottle is real ketchup. <laughs> it just you had to work like crazy to get it out because there wasn't much in there to begin with, and that's what it feels like. It's just more work. So maybe maybe that's what you could help me with with this episode is give me something. What does that, what does that sound like to you? All right. I'm out. Peace.